0: Men chosen by God to share his word, give him glory, and win souls for the kingdom. You love the chosen? Come bench Jesus with us. We are the Sons of Thunder. What's up everybody what's going on this is the sons of thunder podcast i am antoine mcgee and i'm joined with the other host of the show my brother from another mother in another state this is donovan jones what's going on man what's going on man, what's going on, man? how you feeling oh man i'm good dude we are so excited to be here Uh, Sons of Thunder is separate from what you all know us as, you know, me and Donovan both have podcasts. Mine is called Conversations at the Table. His is called Called to Act Podcast. And we came up with a brand new idea that was truly, truly Holy Spirit uh, uh, inspired and given to us. So I'm going to let Donovan go ahead and share how it came to him and then we'll go into the rest of the episode.
1: Yeah, like Antoine said, um, I'm the host of the Call to Act podcast, and Antoine has been on my podcast, I've been on his, and we were just having a conversation one day, and during the conversation I just felt the Holy Spirit, because we're both trying to do everything that we can to point others to Christ, we're trying to make sure we're in God's will, we're both trying to be as close to the Holy Spirit as we can, and so just talking with him, we were talking all day, and it was a Thursday, and I, he the Holy the Spirit. <laughs> I remember the day, man, I the whole, I just felt the Holy Spirit so strongly lay on my heart. Um, you guys need to do something together and just pray, like asking, praying, like, what is it you want me to do? He put that on my heart, like, y'all, you guys need to do something with The Chosen. And so I sent him a text and I'm like, hey, what do you think about making a separate podcast, a separate show where we're breaking down episodes of The Chosen? Because there's a huge... Um, hunger for more of the chosen i feel like and we know that we have a while to go still for season 3 so hopefully this will be something to tide you guys over in the meantime us getting on here and breaking down each episode you know what i mean so we're extremely excited this is this is going to be something that we try to just let the spirit lead and yeah, uh hopefully you guys enjoy it
0: yeah so we're going to be looking at some of our favorite scenes and talking about everything regarding The Chosen from Season 1, Episode 1, all the way up to Season 2, the last episode, leading us into the Season 3 premiere, hopefully. Uh, So, without further ado, you know, let's get into this week's episode. This is Episode 1 of uh, Season 1 of The Chosen, and the title of that episode is "I I Have Called You by... Name the the title alone. The title alone, you know, intrigues you. Uh, most people don't know that it is a scriptural reference, you know. Yeah. But you know for you know for our viewers and for people who are watching, you know that episode is the pilot. You know, it's where they break down everything. You know, where we see Peter, we see Andrew, we see Mary Magdalene, we see Nicodemus. You know, we see all these people who will be pivotal roles in the entire chosen story and i just find it interesting how they interwove them throughout this this episode you know because it seems like there's like more than one story going on right yeah and the thing about it too that i thought was interesting
1: is while you're watching it like you said because you kind of get into it with like a storyline with peter and then the next thing you know it's cutting back to like a scene with matthew you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot he was even in this episode. I forgot.
0: I, you just see? You know? hey, yeah. So it's like that. Like, I forgot Matthew was in here. Yeah. So
1: that's one thing that I think was cool about this introductory episode, too, is that you don't even see Jesus until the end. This is like a Jesus show. And you don't even see him until the end because yeah. we are getting a feel for all these other people. Right. You know what I mean? The Matthews, the Nicodemus, kind
0: of their backstory before they come in contact with Jesus. With Jesus. But that's also, yeah. you know, a reflection of us. As yeah. believers today, you know, we all have a backstory that, you know, people have gotten to know us all the way up into the point where we encounter Christ, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the same thing that we're witnessing for people back in the day. And even, you know, people who are, have watched the show have to admit at how human the show relates versus, yeah. you know, going for the per Perfection stage of everything, presenting a perfect thing. Mm-hmm. But they're pre- presenting the humanized version, the real version. Yeah. You know how they struggle, how they talk, their wit. You know, there's some uh, comedic things that goes on in there. There's some mm-hmm. heart wrenching things that go on in there. There's some some couple scenes in there that'll make you wipe your eyes and you yeah, know and all those. It seems
1: like there's something in every episode. In every episode,
0: uh, there's like yeah, pivotal awesome. moments. Pivotal moments. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we, you know, we're just giving a brief synopsis of it, of what's going on in this episode, because we really, really want to urge you guys to go watch it for yourselves. You know, this yeah, is just like, it. yeah, rewatch you it, even time. if you, even if you've seen it before. Like him and I have been watching it for like the past two. Weeks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you got, yeah, two. you got time till season three. Yeah, so go back and, and rewatch them, and you're going um, to see I,
0: something you've never seen before.
1: That, yeah, that's what—that's exactly what I was about to say. It's like rewatching them; you're going to pick something up that you didn't see before. And you talked about like relating to the character. I think one thing that's been beautiful that they've done is like you can relate yourself to more than just one character. You know, it's like each each of the characters. You're like, yeah, I can see that. You know, something one of those aspects happening in my own life before Christ. Absolutely. You know, so it's just the ability to relate to each character. It's, it's very unique. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: absolutely. So what do we have next going on?
1: So here, so what we're going to do now is we got three questions. All right. So this is the first episode. So a lot of stuff we're trying to figure out. <laughs> so right now, basically we don't have a name for this, but it's just, this is three questions from the show. Okay. All right. So you ready, Mr. McGee? I, I guess so. I'm in, one? I'm,
0: I'm in the hot seat, so let's go. All right,
1: so first question. Why did Matthew throw out his sandal after he first left his house? Didn't he step in, like, manure or something like that? Or like There you go. Yeah,
0: yep. okay. All right, yeah, yep. yeah. you seen all them rats
1: over there, and then as he's yeah. backing up, he steps on the manure, and then he takes off the sandals, throws them to the side.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right,
1: so you're one for one. So here we go. Question number two. What nickname did Simon give
0: himself as he was fighting his brother-in-law? Ooh. That's a tough one because I definitely don't know.
1: He catches him with a hot one. The brother in law goes down
0: and he says, That's why they call me. Yeah, I. I, Yeah. Yep, not going to get this one. You got me. You got.
1: (laughs) He said, That's why they call me wine hands because of what I do to your kidneys.
0: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you got me. Yeah, that was funny.
1: Don't know that one. I was like, man, wine hands. Okay, so I kind of relate to that a little bit more myself because, and this is kind of an embarrassing story, but when I was in high school, I played basketball and stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm four years older than my little brother, and we used to play basketball outside all the time. You know, obviously, a big brother's going to beat up on the little brother. So I'd beat up on him, and then I'd taken it to the rim, you know, score on him. I said, that's why they call me sweet hands. (laughs) And so that was, so when he said that, I was like, yeah, I like that. Okay. So question number three, can you name, okay. Right, right before, um, Nicodemus is about to go try to do the exorcism. Mm -hmm. Can you name any of the items that he said that he needed to perform the exorcism? Ooh. Uh,
0: it was, uh, there was one, two, three, four things. Uh, Was it something with like incense or something? Oh, Mm. Did you say you needed oil? No. Well, got me again. Got me again. Uh,
1: (laughs) He told. He told. uh, Schmuel, he needed sulfur. What is this? Net. Nettles, whatever that is. hyssop and wormwood. So those were the those were the things he said he needed. Well, so
0: well we're gonna clap it up for that. We're gonna clap it up for that right there. It's it's
1: first episode. First
0: episode. You know, I needed a clap for myself, okay? Because I don't I don't know nothing. One for that's not that's not too bad. That wasn't too bad. One for three. We'll do better next time. We'll do better next time. We'll do better next. It's a work, work in progress. It's a work in progress. We'll figure it out. Now I know when you do your uh your questions I gotta pay attention to the episode because you pick out things that I definitely Yeah gotta keep you on your toes it can't be easy. Yeah yeah Yeah. All right. I'm gonna have to go back and watch so that.
1: um yeah it was uh I don't want to get ahead of myself but that sweet hands that'll come back whenever we break down the episode a little bit. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So let's uh so let's get into it now. So you want to what do you want to do first? You want to do favorite scene?
0: Uh, yeah let's get into these are our two favorite scenes uh from the show, and just to have a little fun, we want you guys to guess as the scene is being played who's you know whose scene it is it may be mine, it may be his. I don't know who scenes first. This is something we will uh let you guys decide, of course, you will know by the time it's over, but let's get into this scene here. This is one of the scenes from Episode One. Good old Romans.
1: Mm-hmm. That's how your mom used to bust down the door when it was school. Oh
0: man. It sound <laughs> like it. <Yeah. laughs> I enjoy you. I enjoy you by the holy angels, Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, and Raziel. I adjure you, cursed dragon, diabolical legions, come out. <laughs> I adjure you, spawn of Beelzebub, of Adon and shield. by the utterance of all the watchers and the holy ones, in the name of Adonai. God of the heavens, cease to deceive this human creature. I command you in covenant with Abraham in the names of Jacob, Isaac, Moses, the all-powerful El Shaddai. Are
1: you from this innocent soul? <laughs> he sticks out his hand like he's like, yeah, he's like he did something,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Me, it gives me chills every time she starts Ooh, talking
0: like that. i finished So this is the second scene that we're going to break down uh, for this episode. This scene is also starring uh, Mary Magdalene um, in this episode. And she has a special encounter. I'm not going to give it away. There's some special things that happen in this scene. It's a very powerful scene. Um and yeah, we'll get into the actual breakdown, but just just enjoy like this great, great scene from this episode. Mm-hmm. He said, "Leave." Him. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Don't, don't touch Lily. Uh, Lily, are you okay? I, I have to go. Leave me alone. Mary Mary of Magdala. Hmm. says the Lord who created you, and he who formed you, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name.
1: to introduce Jesus to the show you know I mean that's the first episode I think it's about an hour and that's the first time you see him there at the end and you talk about a way to bring him out I don't think that scene is powerful but I think the reason one of the reasons that makes it even more powerful is that's the first time you see Jesus yeah he doesn't say much meeting her at a place yeah he didn't have to you know made such a big impact (sighs) And, and it's just, and that's, that's such a crazy scene. Ooh. I mean, meeting you at your lowest point, meeting you where you're at,
0: you know what I mean? And stopping you before you made a dangerous mistake. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Cause she was probably gonna go down the rabbit yeah. hole, whatever was in that cup. The thing about that too, is I think that that scene
1: relates so much to our lives is like like I said, a second ago, Jesus meets you at your low point mm-hmm. where you are. And even when you say you pull yourself away from him and tell him to get away from me, yeah, you're running from him. He's always going to pursue you. He's going to call you by your name. He's always going to be, you know, he's going to call you and, and bring so, you back
0: to him so much, it's so uh, much, so much in there. It's a,
1: it's a powerful right. scene.
0: So before we get really into the breakdown, cause I feel like we're about to go in on this, um, we gave you guys the opportunity in the beginning to figure out who's, whose scene was who. So if you did not know, the first scene that we watched was Donovan's favorite scene of episode one. And of course the last one we just watched, uh, know you, by, call you by name reference of the ti- the title, which is found in Isaiah, uh, 43 verse one. That was mine. Um, it's just, I loved it, you know, as he said that's how we introduced Jesus um, and then the cliffhanger at the end was just great. So, Yeah, but we'll get into a lot of people's favorite scene. Yeah, we'll get into mine, but we're going to go back um, and discuss this exorcism scene uh, because it's a lot in there.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: and this time I actually was listening to what Nicodemus was saying mm-hmm. you know, to try to expel the demon out of the person and it was just like you're not really saying much
1: and that's that's really why it was my favorite scene because I feel like you have Nicodemus who is as they say on the show he's teachers of teachers right? yeah teacher of teachers and he's going in here doing the impossible which is getting these demons out of this woman. seven demons right? Mm -hmm. and so the thing that stood out to me the most is like how much we need God and how powerful he is because the demons tremble. You know what I mean? Whenever yeah. he's, she, whenever he like, like you're where he puts his hand on her and he, she automatically is feeling these demons inside of her. They're going crazy. They're terrified because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. The thing that stood out to me the most about that scene with Nicodemus is like how much, how much we need God, how little we can do on our own. Yeah. So we don't have the power to stand up to the, to the enemy to the schemes, to the traps, to the lies that he's going to tell us the only hope and only chance that we have is through Jesus. And I think that's such an example to us. So it's like, we need him so much. We cannot do this on our own. You know, it's only through his power that we are able to overcome some of these things. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, for sure. I just feel like that was such a, such a powerful scene. For sure. And I I think it brings um, awareness to their like what it's like to operate outside of uh authority you yeah. know because yeah. you know we learn later Thinking more highly of yourself yeah we learn later in scripture that and we in the gospels that you we have authority over the enemy through jesus mm-hmm. you know it's not no no one else no other name no other uh, a phrase right. that we can say, you know, because he started off talking about the angels. And it's just mm-hmm. like...
1: And the thing about it, the <laughs> thing about it too is how later on in the episode, he even says, um, this woman is beyond human aid. Mm-hmm. Right? He even says that, acknowledging mm-hmm. like, she, we can't, yeah. I can't do anything with her. He None figured of us it are going to be able to. It's only going to be God that can do he it. He figured it yeah.
0: out. Yeah. He figured yeah. it out that, yeah. yeah, I can't do this, you know? And I think he was you know, for those that are, that will watch the show, you know, he was under pressure to do it, you know, from Mm -hmm. room and, you know, and, in the authorities. So he had really no choice but to try, but at the same time, you know, we see what, we see what happens without Jesus, how people can go through torment, you know, can go through all Mm -hmm. these things without him being on the scene. And now we are seeing, without even seeing him, what the his world impact. needs and his impact, his change, just by being on the scenes. And that episode, you know, <laughs> you even you said it when we were watching it. He put it out of his hand, and I'm just like, I'm sitting there like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I've seen enough horror movies to to know that was a bad idea, <laughs> yeah. especially the first time he watched it. And I was yeah. like, Don't do that! Don't do that!
1: Well, he, you know, the thing about it too is he's probably. Done this sort of thing before, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe he—that's how he knew what the he's guess. cast demons out of someone. Yeah, and so he's probably thinking, okay, I've done my little ritual. I've said the things I'm supposed to say. I brought the stuff I'm supposed to bring. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now she's healed. So I'm going to stick out my hand and and lift her up because she's all good now. And then he saw real quick, was like, oh no, uh, no, this one ain't going to be. This yeah, going to be that easy. I yeah,
0: can't because, do this. because you think about it, you can't go off a tradition to do something like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, if he was just spilling out words, you know, different phrases, because you could see he was very methodical in what he was saying. Yeah, like it was, it was yeah. like yeah, this routine. It was definitely like second nature. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, he's an actor, but yeah, in the in the sense of it all, even if we look at it big scope, it happens with a lot of us. You know, when we're mm-hmm. trying to invoke God to do something we go through yeah. a routine and a ritual and sometimes it don't work like that. And you know, right. we have to be careful of that type of thing. Yeah. Um, anything else from this scene that you want to kind of put out? That was out? just the biggest takeaway from me. It's just like, just the the need that we have
1: for God that we yeah. can't, we're not going to be able to fight these for things sure. on our own. It's, it's only through his power. That, that was the, for sure. That was my final thought about that. Yeah. Scene for I mean, it was just,
0: yeah. Yeah. When yeah. she, you know, when he was mentioning the, like, the different names of God, you know, she was reacting to the names, but then even, you know, she was, he was saying, you know, the covenant of, from Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, I'm just I like, mean,
1: yeah, yeah. And then look at it too, how, um, after he says all that stuff, when he reaches his hand out, what does she say? You have no power. You have no teacher. power here, teacher. Right. Oh, so and then, she, they and knew who he was. That Right did you fast forward that to your favorite scene what is she gets up and walks away like, she's oh, like get away from me yeah these demons because are like, recognize well, okay we're not he, saying this guy has no power here you he know does. what i
0: mean yeah. yeah you know he's he's yeah. the so one he's he's that guy yeah you know so mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so so let's <laughs> go going, to your scene so we're going to my scene my scene we yep. see the same character um mm-hmm. actually not going through a demonic spell but Kind of in her right, a little bit in her right mind, um, at a bar or end, and she's getting a drink. I, we don't know what's in that cup, whatever they were drinking back then. Uh, Safe to assume we know. It's we have an idea. Yeah, it's alcoholic yeah. of some kind. Yeah. It's something that's going to sedate her or you know numb mm-hmm. the pain. Um, and it's funny how when we're going through things, we go to something to numb the pain instead of going to someone to actually help us through the pain. But mm. that's. Another thing there. And, you know, Donovan brought up something while we were watching the scene prior to us taping is that you see Jesus next to her standing up, like in anticipating to have to stop. And yeah. it's amazing in that beginning part that he's anticipating the need to step in, mm-hmm. you know, um prior, you know, she doesn't ask, but he's already there. And then the the chilling part is hand on top of hand. Yeah. And automatically she looks up and has no words and tries to flee. And as we were talking about, because the demons within her weren't comfortable, mm-hmm. but I think also her human side was afraid because she probably felt what was that going on. That presence. Like, that presence. And was just like, yeah. well, this is different. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. And I and I got to go, you know, and, you know, her running away, out, you know, all the way out to the outside. You know, that, that's a depiction of how we run uh, mm-hmm. from the call of God and from the presence of God, especially when we are in some, you know, going through some things. But the thing yeah. that stood out to me and everybody can say it, even with the music build up and everything mm-hmm. was when he called her name. Yeah. And she dropped that cup and froze and then he spoke that that verse so that verse just to give you guys another precursor uh, we see how important that verse is to her because that was a verse that her father shared with her when she was a kid and she remembered it and rehearsed it and it became something that lived in her heart so when jesus spoke the very words that she that that meant the world to her that's, that was the thing that made her be like, whoa, you know, and then just from one touch from Jesus changed her whole life, you know? So it's, you know, it was a beautiful depiction. As you said, it's the first time we see him. He doesn't say much. He probably has like seven lines, maybe if that, <laughs> yeah. if that, yeah, you know, and just the actor's presence mm-hmm. playing him is just like, yo, they couldn't have picked a better guy. No, no way. No yeah. way. And I and I think we, we may dive into that too later on in, in these episodes. We should, like the yeah, Different we actors. Um, yeah. Because. That'd be cool. They're amazing. You know, from the mm-hmm. guy who plays Jesus all the way up into, you know, even uh, some of the Roman characters are really, really. Yeah. Even like Peter's wife. Yeah. 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 Firecracker. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she had to be yeah. Peter. But, yeah. you know. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, those were two of our favorite episode, uh, favorite scenes wanna, from this episode. Go ahead. I want to say one more thing about your scene. I
1: don't know if this was something that they intended to do on purpose, but you see, like right after you, you like you said, it, how he calls her name and mm-hmm. she just kind of freezes. Mm-hmm. When the camera goes back on him, there's there's a torch on. They got two of
0: crosses. Them.
1: Yeah, and there are two crosses. I don't know if they yeah. did that, and he's standing in between them. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's something they did on Symbolism, purpose. Symbolism, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or if that's something yeah. that just happens. That, you know.
0: That's actually happens twice in this season that I can recall. It may happen more, but it's twice in this season. It happens in this episode, but it yeah. also happens in another episode that we'll get I into think later. I I'm not going to say it. And, it's no, one, and, sure and that's one of about. my favorite scenes in that episode. So <laughs> okay. we're, yeah, we're I know, going to I see exactly Yeah, we're about. going to see it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same type of thing. So it might be part of the same yeah. design, but it may have been intentional, but I can see the symbolism. Yeah. He stood in between the two crosses. Yeah. He was standing in between yeah. them calling her name, calling her name, crossing yeah. cross. And cross. Yeah. Hey, come, come here, come to see me, you know, I'm yeah. here. And that right there alone, you know, we prayed that those two, you know, scene breakdowns really get, you know, get you guys fired up and stirred into that direction of going to go check out the children so what is your favorite Mm. line from uh favorite quote shall we say from uh episode one before i say that i just
1: want to i want to go back
0: one more thing
1: about um how you said it how it, it resonated with her because that verse was something that she had memorized um i want to send a shout out to the parents out there to make sure that you are doing everything you can to, as the Bible says, train up your child in a way that you go, because when they're old, they will not depart from it. Even in the times of struggle, like you see, she's going through hell this whole first episode, even though she's going through all these things, she still has that in her mind. Mm -hmm. You know, there's one scene on there where she's struggling, she wakes up and she's, she's got the paper and she's reading it. Right. So, um, in times of struggle, you're going to go back to those things that you were taught as a child. Um, so just, I just want to say that to parents out there, because that's something that me and my wife try to make a priority that we're teaching our kids scriptures and stuff like that, because especially as a kid, they soak that in yeah. and it's not, it's never going anywhere. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just wanted to say that I just wanted to get that out of the way. No, that's perfect. Um,
0: that's perfect. But,
1: but for me, you said favorite line. Yeah. Your favorite quote from season one and why, um, yeah. And I already, I already, I mean, it's fine. Touched you can, on it. You can reiterate. Um, it was, uh, it's when Peter is fighting oh, okay. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the brother, and uh, <laughs> you know he's got him on the ground, and he gets up and he starts wearing him out, and then he says, you know, that's why they call me uh, Wine Hands because mm-hmm. of what I do to your liver. Yeah. So that to me, I thought was that was funny. It's very that, clever. That was one of the yeah. st- the scenes that that stood out to me the most. One of the the lines, I should say. Yeah. But um, just like how he's talking trash. You oh, know? yeah and then he, even Peter-like. after saying all that then the other brother comes up and knocks him out
0: <laughs> definitely peter like so that that
1: oh yeah yeah he was he was uh i read a book by john MacArthur talking about the disciples and he said um about peter that he was the definition of who james wrote um a, a man that is um what's the what's the verse i'm thinking of in james where somebody that is um Basically not stable, grounded, like double minded and, and double Yeah, 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 yeah. But wow. yeah, that, that was my favorite. That was my favorite uh, line, just because I thought it was funny. And, and like I said before, that that kind of um, resonated to me back to my <laughs> younger days, talking <laughs> trash with my little brother yeah, For basketball. sure.
0: <laughs> so for sure, yeah. Like that's. I, what about you? I'm so mad I didn't pick up on that that quote so now I got to go back and watch it just so I can laugh but um, <laughs> mine happens to be uh, in your scene um, where Nicodemus says to the you know the people around it only God himself could have driven, yeah. driven them out souls such as hers are beyond human aid you know and mm-hmm. the reason why that is one of my favorite scenes because it reminds me of our human capabilities and our limitations and you know as a leader I respected his perspective on his failure you know and he he accepted the fact that he couldn't do it himself you know that it required God that he he did what he could and he was like you know what I'm not going to say maybe I should have prayed more stuff that we say, right? Maybe I should pray more. Maybe I should have fasted more. I should have said this. I should have did this. I should have done that. And he was like, you know what? No, this is, this person's beyond my help. This is, has to be God. And that yeah. is also a phrase of surrender, which opens mm-hmm. up for Jesus to show up, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I I think, One thing they did too that that is good about with the character Nicodemus is how he talks about, like you just mentioned, that um, this person is beyond human aid. Um, That opens up to, and I guess we shouldn't get into it now because there's more episodes that get into it a little bit more. But it just it kind of paves the way for his character in Mm -hmm. you know uh, in later scenes, yeah,
0: for sure, yeah. But but we know in scripture that. Nicodemus goes through, it's implied that he goes through some type of transformation from yeah. one religious leader to now a leader, but also a believer in the God that can do something new. You know, so, you know, mm-hmm. back then, you know, they defended the law. Yeah, like crazy. You know, yeah. they defended the law. They they were stuck with, you know, stuck in the Pentateuch, stuck in, you know, the prophets. And they were looking for a messiah that was a religious leader, you know, that would have been a military leader, a king like David yeah. and like, uh, like Solomon, someone to fight for them, go for war and free them from outward oppression. Mm hmm when God was really yeah. talking about inward oppression.
1: That's, you know. that's one thing I kind of wish if, if I have one and I'm nitpicking here, but if I have one thing that I'd say, I, I wish they would have put in this first episode and I get why they did it. Because like I said earlier, the the end scene, I think it is so much more impactful just because it is the first time you see Jesus mm-hmm. and maybe they'll flash back to it in, in further seasons or episodes, who knows, but um. When you first see Jesus in Luke, I think it's Luke 4 or 5, after he comes back from the wilderness, he goes and speaks in his hometown synagogue. Yeah. And he tells everyone what you're saying. Like, I've not come to lead like a rebellion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've come to save the world. Everybody, mm-hmm. not just the Jews. It's it's This is for everybody. It's everybody they try to yeah. kill him right away, you know, yeah. because they're like, no, 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 wait, you're supposed to just be this, yeah. Messiah, you yeah. know? So I think,
0: I kind of wish they would add a, that a little bit just because I got a feeling we're going to see that now that in
1: in future episodes,
0: now that, you know, where the show is going, you know, we'll definitely touch Mm -hmm. on that more that you're going, we're going to see that conflict. You know, we're going, we're going to see that controversy and the battle that Jesus has, you know, his ministry has with the culture of his time. You know, and he even yeah. preludes to it in some of the scenes from in, in other episodes, you know, that things are going to happen. Yeah. You know, so. Um, yeah. And and even I in think- scripture, even in scripture, we you know, he knew things were going to happen because of what he was going to say. Yeah. Was oh we yeah. to challenge a lot of people's belief systems, because yeah. what happens is and it happens with us all the time and then we'll move forward is that we get stuck in traditionalism, you know, mm-hmm. we get stuck in our own interpretations and yeah. most people don't take the time. Okay. Here we go. There were certain <laughs> scriptures, <laughs> there were certain yeah. scriptures growing up that I had my own understanding on based off of things that I was taught growing up. But then as I read more and studied more and sought after God more, I understood the way that I'm interpreting this scripture of what it means is really wrong because this is what it really meant when you read it, you know, when you read the subtleties of the text, like me reading the text of, you know, the prophecies of Jesus, you can see where they can get stuck into a military leader, you know, because of some of the symbolism that is used, you know, he'll do certain things. But then you can like he's destroy
1: the temple and build it back
0: in three days. Right. Stuff like that. That, that type of stuff. But also, yeah. you know, with him having a, a rod and, you know, clean, cleansing yeah. the threshing yeah. floor and all these different things. These I've are, come. you know, different types of Yeah, I've come to the, What did he say? I've, I've not come to bring peace, but a sword. But a sword. You know, you can kind of see where yeah. they're getting it from. But when yeah. you're not mixing mixing it with your faith and mixing it with the spirit and really sitting with it, mm-hmm. and then you're just going based off of what your religious teachers are teaching you, then you have yeah. your own thing. And that's where that culture came from, because they always came from listening to the priests, listening to the leaders, listening to the mm-hmm. listening to them, yeah. listening to them. And yeah. that's why he had to break up foul ground. But that's also why he became so popular so quickly was because yeah. what he was yeah. saying was different than what they were saying, but it was the same message, but just in a different way. He was teaching
1: them a, new, he was new, teaching way a new
0: way to be, thank you, mm-hmm. to be human. So, you know, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing when we see it, especially in this, in this show, because honestly, next to probably Jesus of Nazareth, the biopic, that's probably like, it's like a four part thing. Um, it's on Amazon for those that want to watch it. It's there. Um, It's like a six hour thing. So buckle yeah. up, buckle up, but that he's very human in that one. But then mm-hmm. also, but this one shows the, like all the turmoil, all the things that people were going through back then. And it's, you know, that's one of the reasons why I love the show so much Um, because it yeah. just brings us back to God and helps us to relate to a character you know our yeah. lord whom we may have never seen you know we've never seen yeah. him but to yeah. relate to him as a human you know yeah
1: i i think i think that's one thing that they do really good too at this show is at the very beginning you notice they write we're not trying to play take place of scripture we mm-hmm. encourage the viewers to get into scripture i think you hear um because i've listened to other podcasts talking about the chosen and stuff before and a lot of people say that it's made them read the Bible more. And I think that's such a good thing because a lot of people don't understand the full, like you said earlier, the context of what they're reading. We're not taking the Bible as the time that it was written and mm-hmm. also like where they are. They're in yeah. a different, they're on the other side of the world. Yeah, you know? different culture. It's, it's, so
0: All so this show
1: does a good job of showing you like the context. So then when you go to read, it, read your Bible, you're like, okay, I see where this is coming from. You know what I'm saying? Because they they you got it on the screen, you're looking at it, mm-hmm. and it's I think it just helps you yeah. to under to, to understand and relate to the words you're reading you exactly, know? and and it so. gives
0: you and most people are visual, you know, most people are exactly, you know, most people learn from seeing things and hearing things and having an experience, yeah, and then they're like, okay, now I got to find those scriptures that were you know yeah. where is this at yeah. in the Bible where's this at here and where's that at there and they they do a wonderful job with that because they also give you devotionals you know if Mm -hmm. you want to get the devotionals you can go onto the chosen website and get those i have both um yeah so you could definitely they're great great aids as you're watching the episodes um it's actually called um 40 days with jesus or yeah Mm -hmm. part one and two so you go through each day and you go through those things so those are it's a beautiful way to even increase your faith there. Um, The other thing that you pointed out about the Bible, and I just want to encourage somebody who may watch this is that the Bible is not just a book, you know, it's an Mm -hmm. opportunity for you to enter a spiritual dimension. Um, The Bible is our constitution as believers. We are part of a kingdom and the Bible is our kingdom constitution. It has all our rights. It has all our privileges. It has, uh, the blessings. It has even the curses. It has uh, what to expect, how to conduct yourself as a citizen in here, you know, how to love yeah. one another, all the bylaws, everything is in there. You know, we have everything. The, f- the full play by play is in there. And from that Bible, we can grow into better citizens of the kingdom and mm-hmm. bring the kingdom into reality because that's what, you know, as we watch the rest of the chosen, as we break down these episodes, that's what this is all about: bringing the kingdom into the world and allowing right. people to recognize there's another way to be human in this world, rather than yeah. the way that we've been doing it. To upgrade your human experience to the original and, experience and that he went, that God really intended for yeah. us. That's you took the word right out of my mouth. It, it I kind of relate it to Christmas
1: time, yeah. when like me as a dad. When we get our kids' presents, you know it's a it's a big thing. Something you got to put together. Mm-hmm. What do you got? You got the instruction manual, yeah. You know what I am saying. And if you want to put together whatever this is, you are going to have to go with that instruction manual. I know for me as a guy, my wife's like, "You need to read the instructions." I am like, "Nah, I'll just figure it out, dude." I and do. It, you all you the just time. put it together, and then it That's looks right. like crap. You know, right. it's not it's not intended. How, you know, it's not. You didn't put it together how it's intended to be made. The only way that you are going to be able to do that is you get that instruction manual you put it together how same way with your life you're going to you're going to build something that looks like crap with your life mm-hmm. unless you get out that bible that instruction manual and go at it as God has intended for you to go at it you know what i mean exactly
0: exactly and th- and this is all from the chosen guys this is that's all we're saying you know <laughs> yeah we're bringing in our own type of experiences but yeah. this is definitely all from the chosen it's all expired by them Absolutely. uh shout out to Dallas and the whole team um, we are praying for you guys as you, oh, yeah. you know, as you guys are getting ready for season three. Um, so, favorite character so far, you know, in this, um,
1: the character that stood out to me the most in this one, um, I know we've talked about mostly Mary Magdalene, mm-hmm. talked about Nicodemus, talked about Peter. To me, the one that stood out to me the most was Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that because how they portray him yeah, and then also you see the scene that really stood out to me. And I think one thing that they do really good is the music throughout um, each scene. It it fits it so
0: perfectly. Yeah. I think each character has a kind of theme almost. Yeah. yeah,
1: Yeah. And then you see, when you see Matthew, um, you know, having to hide to get to the market and he's there, you know, he's like, no, you need to take me all the way to the booth. I can't walk through the crowd. You know, and he's having to get out, and as he's walking through, just how much he's hated people spitting at him, you know, yelling at him, um, just seeing the the light, and he's having to do that. And obviously, he made the choice by the, the line of work that he went into, Yeah, you know, but that his character really stood out to me, because it's like, look how much this guy is hated, you know what I mean? And just, if, if God can, Ooh. and I don't want to get ahead into further episodes, but... Yeah we see how he is used obviously you can look at scripture he's the uh, uh first book of the new testament right matthew yeah so it's uh yeah, yeah. That, he really stood out to me a lot and i think one thing also about it is um how they kind of portray him like maybe he's on the spectrum mm-hmm. um, that was that was kind of personal to me because mm-hmm. my my younger brother is autistic and yeah. so um, yeah, so that kind of, and I think Dallas um, talked about that in an episode where he like has a nephew, I want to say, or Which? a child, maybe that's yeah. on the spectrum. Really. I think so. Yeah, it's one of them. Um, yeah, I think something yeah. like that. But Something yeah, like that, for that, sure. That, that he really stood out to me. Yeah. But I mean, every, you could take away something from every single character. You, could, thing, what you about, could. What about you? Which one stood out to you?
0: Honestly, I'm smiling because he was the one that stood out to me the most, too. Um, oh, for course. real? Yeah, no, for real. Because yeah. I mean, Peter was good. You know, I I, I always resonated yeah. with Peter, in there, and I'll explain oh, yeah. that later. Um, but it was something about him that made him unique in this episode. Yeah. Um, as you said, someone who was hated in the city, yeah. um, who had to go through hoops just to get to his place of work. Um. Yeah. I I don't really understand why they hated him so much, <laughs> just because he was a well, tax, it, the, you know, the tax collector. Well, he, thing well the that thing, that thing about it was he on. was a,
1: he was a Jew, and he was working for the Romans. And basically, what the tax collectors would do in that day is say, if you come up to me and I'm the tax collector, and I say. I look at you give me your name and I look at your name on the ledger and Rome says you owe them $20, which I know they didn't use dollars in that day, but yeah. I say $20. And then I tell you, you owe me
0: $40. Cause he would take So what the I'm going to do
1: is I'm taking the 40, I'm putting 20 in my pocket and then I'm giving 20 to Rome. Mm-hmm. So that's what he was doing. You see the house that he was living in. At the beginning? Oh yeah. He was that loaded. money he was to buy that house. Yeah. He's stealing money from his own people every day. So they're like, you know, this guy chose, yeah to work for Rome and he's robbing all of us. Yeah. He's supposed to
0: be a Jew like us. It's that's taking money off the top. And he's so, okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. But, yeah. you know, the beyond that, beyond that to see, uh, even his, his struggle, mm-hmm. knowing what we know, you know, that that's what made him stand, stand out to me. And then of course, the fact that he was a little, at first I was like, is he a little, just a little corgi? But then after watching it, it was like, okay, no, he may be. It does. It does does take a second because I remember the first time I, Mm
1: -hmm. that's what I thought too. The first time I saw him, I'm like, what's the deal? Like what's going on
0: on with him? Yeah. But then after watching it and then remembering a lot of the children that I've mentored and some that Mm -hmm. have been in the school system that I've been in and dealing with them who are special needs, who are on the spectrum, you know, I was like, okay, He may, he may, you know, he may be, and that's possible, you know, even back then, because it wasn't something that was just came out of nowhere in this century. Yeah. You know, people were going through it all the way from the beginning of time. And the other thing that stood out to me is how well, um, (laughs) how much of a germaphobe he he is (laughs) wiping everything down before he touches it. And, (laughs) wouldn't even take the coins from Mm -hmm.
1: from Andrew and
0: open it up to see how much was in there. You know, he puts his little handkerchief on top. of Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that those things. um, And then his accuracy on a lot of things is Mm -hmm. cool. Because then it's just like, okay, now I see what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Because they're making him his personality to his writing. Yeah, yeah. The the written Mm -hmm. word and how accurate and precise and the details that he goes the into the stuff that he
1: has in there the other accounts that the other you know, accounts doesn't know. have yeah,
0: yeah. so yeah. you know matthew definitely stood out to me as one of the one of my favorite characters in in episode 1 um and mm-hmm. then if i could do a bonus character just yeah, go just for it. because we don't see much about him mm-hmm. um and the bible except the two encounters where his name is mentioned uh nicodemus I actually enjoyed his character. I like the actor, first of all, that he, he's yeah. he's he's a good actor. Um, yeah. But Nicodemus, because you see him as teacher of teachers, you know, teaching mm-hmm. those in the synagogue. But then you see him as a man, you know, who's truly relying on God, but who's also mm-hmm. not satisfied with what's going on in the culture right now. Who's looking mm-hmm. for something new. You know, who's who's looking for a brand new experience while teaching people the ways of old. And that alone to me was very unique, you know, because you yeah. don't see that often. And also you don't see that now. Yeah. You, you know, with people yeah, who are not I, looking for the new.
1: I, I, I thought that too, especially where you see the scene toward the end where he is talking with his wife and he's like questioning everything pretty much, you know. He's like, "What if we? What if all the things that we think we know about God isn't actually correct?" Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean that's so true. And it's you can kind of take that um, into next, you know, later episodes in this season where we see more of that. But yeah, yeah, I definitely agree that he's he's definitely searching for something. He's supposed to be the teacher of teachers, and he's like looking this for the be answers. Hit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Looking for the answers. Yeah.
1: So he's he's. That's another thing that we can relate to. You know, it's like, and, and also Matthew, because you see Matthew, he, by world standards, he has everything. He's got money. Yeah, got status,
0: income. everything. yeah.
1: Got protection. Yeah, but still, yeah. when Jesus walks
0: by, he knows he he needs more. He knows there's something else, just like, <laughs> there's something just like else. all of yeah. us. Yeah, know? speaks to that hunger. Definitely speaks to you know. that hunger. Man, I'm, I'm getting fired up you back know. here. Let me bring it back. There we go. But, Let's go. Let's go. Oh. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, as believers, we should always have that, you know, that hunger. Yeah. You know, we should always have that there's something more, more into God because I know people who have uh come and gone, you know, who have lived and who have transitioned into heaven um who said to me, you know, prior to them passing on, like, there's still things I don't know about God that I wish I knew, you know? And then yeah. l- later on as they transition, you're like, well, now, you know, cause you're seeing them face to face, you know? So, <clears throat> excuse me. So those yeah. type of things, you know, that hunger should always be present uh, as we, you know, go through our, our Christian journey and our Christian walk for sure. So, in no. this episode, in the entire uh, season that we're going to be doing this throughout uh, the entire series of Sons of Thunder, we have a rating system that we're going to be using to do these episodes. Um, so just to be fun and uh, for giggles, we're going to call these the uh, the five lows, uh, five low rating. Yep. So five being the top and, you know, one being poor, you know, so we want you guys to be honest, you know, even as you're reading yeah. us, but also reading the chosen episodes um, out of the five loaves. And the reason why we're doing five loaves is, you know, five loaves, two fish,
1: feeding of the thousands. I think that's the name of their, their production company, right?
0: Yeah, I um, think loaves so. Yeah. Fishes. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of them. So, so then... yeah, too.
1: Um, whenever, whenever we post this, y'all put comment how many loaves you read. Yeah. Use Each your emojis. Week
0: um and put the loaves yeah. up there yeah. let us know you know three loaves two loaves one loaf you know it, now be sparingly with the one loaves but
1: <laughs> yeah yeah if you if you think it's one loaf then i don't
0: think you need to be yeah don't put it out there don't put anything on her all put it out there don't put that out there no <laughs> don't put it out there just 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 dm us just dm us we will yeah. we'll, we'll take the dm just don't don't put that yeah. in there. but um so what's your rating for episode 1 I want to be, because this is such. A, this is probably my favorite
1: show of all time. Yeah, like, right I mean, now it's definitely
0: yeah. definitely um, my I've favorites. never
1: watched a show over and over again like I have with this show. But I can't, I
0: can't say that. But
1: yeah, well, <laughs> with, but with that being said, I want to be like a strict. I don't want to just give it five loads mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. So I think overall, I'd give this one a four. Good um i did love there wasn't anything that i would take out
0: mm-hmm.
1: um like i said if i was going to add one thing it would just be that um passage in luke where he's speaking in the synagogue for the first time yeah but then again like i said i understand
0: why they want to just it right leave until the
1: end so they mm-hmm. felt like it'd be more powerful and more impactful um but yeah for me it was a solid four um i loved how they introduced all the characters um i love the storyline and it and it makes you want to see I know after as soon as it ended, I'm like, I want to go ahead and watch episode two again, Bruh. even though I already know what happened. I think I <laughs> you know, watched it...
0: the entire thing for yeah. the first time in probably like three days. Yeah. And then I was waiting for season two to be available. And then I watched that <laughs> yeah. one in like three days. Well, the thing the thing about it
1: too is when I first heard about the chosen, I didn't I it took me a while before I even checked it out. Because you look at a lot of Christian mm-hmm stuff that comes mm-hmm. out it's not mm-hmm. very good yeah you know? I mean I'm just being honest no I agree um, some of it's so very so I, I saw ads on Instagram and stuff yeah and I'm like what is this Yeah, and then I, I was like well and I kind of did a little research on it and I'm like I'm gonna give it one episode yeah and then I'm like you as soon as I saw that first episode about midway through I'm like I'm sold you click know, this is yeah we'll go ahead and check click. all these out
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah on my lunch break while I'm eating mm-hmm. watching it you know that kind of yeah. thing yeah for sure yeah yeah. yeah, um, for me, I think I'm gonna echo you and do four. I'm gonna do four. Mm-hmm. Um there was so, like I love the fact that we didn't see him right away. Yeah, but I also would have wanted to see him a little earlier than that. Just a little bit. Just a tad bit. Um mm-hmm. i d I'm glad they didn't do the traditional, you know, baptism and him in the wilderness and then yeah. going to You know, interact with the characters, but you see the characters. And Mm -hmm. it's implied that he's going through these different things. And we may even see it. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But um, I would have loved to see him a little bit earlier. That probably would have made it a five for me. Uh, But definitely a four. Definitely a four. Um, It's very solid. Very, very solid from start to finish. And like you said, I watched it. I think I got into it because of my aunt. Mm -hmm. She was watching it on um pureflix i think it's called yeah Yeah, she's watching it on pureflix so that's what kind of because she asked me she said have you ever seen it and i was like no and she's like well yeah just check it out you know you can use my pureflix account or whatever so i'm watching episode one and i'm like okay and then next thing you know i guess google it pops up on my instagram feed you know Mm -hmm. chosen and then they have an app so i download the app and i'm like yeah just watch everything right here perfect yeah you know, so watching it from there, like I said, three days for like <laughs> season one and then another yeah. three days for season two. And then I'm just like, ah, I got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. But yeah, yeah, it's it's a great, great, great series. Um mm-hmm. And it has definitely got me closer to God. For sure. And also strengthened my walk with Christ at the same time, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of things that we're going to get into. In our series on Sons of Thunder, that is going to be deep. It's going yeah. to be deep. It's going to be heavy, mm-hmm. especially as we get into these later episodes. It's going to be really heavy. So this yeah. was the first one. Um, any final comments you have? I think I'm good. I think I'm
1: good. I think I'm cool. good. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for to break down some of these episodes, especially yeah. um, ones that there's two that I'm looking forward to in season one that are, I think, my favorite from yeah. the series thus far. Yeah.
0: So I'm, I'm very yeah. excited for yeah. what's to come. Yeah. Episode two is definitely going to be... Uh, yeah. Anyway, so... Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> excuse excited. Me. So I'm we're excited. going to uh, continue doing these things. We're going to continue breaking these uh, episodes down. We're going to go into a lot more detail. Uh, pray for us as we pray for you guys. Um, support us as we also support you we're going to you know continue to record and produce and bring content regarding the chosen this is for the chosen community so if you are a chosen fan share this uh sons of thunder um episode with them and see how everybody likes it and give us suggestions you know what scenes do you want us to break down even if it's not in the episode that we're getting ready to go through if we wanted to go back to season one and say, hey, this is my favorite episode. What's your you know my favorite scene from episode one? What's your take on it? We can do some live ones. We can do some, yeah. you know, whatever. It's it's this is a unique thing that we're doing. It's brand new. And we're praying that it, you know, just blesses the millions and the masses as we continue to work through it all. So as we do in our own podcast, we want to do this even on this one. Maybe this is your first time hearing about Christ. Maybe someone sent you this link or you know us just from our other podcast, and you were just curious or you're typing in looking for something with chosen and it popped up. It's not an accident. That you, you know, it's not an accident that you're here and you watched all the way up until this point. If you do not know Christ as your Lord, uh, your personal Lord and Savior, this is an opportunity for you to become part of the Christian family and be part of his chosen people. Um, and we want to extend this invitation for you to get to know Christ uh as your uh Lord and personal savior. Um the Bible is very clear. It says that God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You know, he did not send his son into the world to condemn it, but through mm-hmm. him that the world might be saved. Come on. Uh so we want you to Get your heart and mind ready, and really think about your relationship with God. If this is penetrating your heart, and you want to get to know Jesus, you want to get to know this person who brings us joy. uh, We're not going to promise you every day is going to be a great day, (laughs) because it won't be. You know, Mm -hmm. we're not going to promise you that you won't struggle, because you will. But we will promise you that you won't do it alone. That's right. You'll have God, you'll have Christ, you'll have the Holy Spirit to guide you, and you'll have have other people in the community, other Christians who will you know, pull you by the hand and pray for you and strengthen you as you're going mm-hmm. through your weak moments. So if this is you, we want you to, you know, pray this prayer of salvation, uh, with us as we are leading you to Christ. All right. It's very simple. You just pray a simple prayer, uh, that will change your entire life. So if this is you go ahead and repeat this prayer after me, father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you in prayer, asking you to forgive me of my sins. I confess with my mouth and I believe with my heart that Jesus is your son and that he died on the cross and that I might be forgiven and welcome into your kingdom. I believe that Jesus rose from the dead and I ask you right now to come into my life and be my personal Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins and I thank you, God, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. It's just that simple. It's really just that simple. But we want to just encourage you, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, to you know get into a strong Bible-teaching church. If you can find one, pray about it. Um, yeah. And just start out your walk one step at a time and allow God to love on you and direct you and guide you. This has been the Sons of Thunder podcast. We're so excited to, you know, to be here with you guys and to host you for the first time as we discuss everything Chosen related. And we'll see you on the next episode.